so to give you some context, I have been, I'm doubling down on my personal brand. So for, for the agency that we're doing, um, I was looking at where our clients are coming and like everybody's coming for my personal brand. So I was like, right, yeah. let's not send cold emails or stuff like that. Let's, let's mm-hmm. do what we do. Um, I'm saying it's going great, but it's, it's going okay. And, yeah. and we want to double down on that. And part of the things that I want to do for, for my personal brand was to start a book, uh, mm-hmm. to start writing a book. Uh, for the book, it was going to be called Inbound CEO to be decided to title more specifically, but basically about how you can grow your personal brand as a CEO in B2B mm-hmm. to drive inbound opportunities uh, for your company, um, which is kind of what we do. So part of it is going to be... Yeah. Uh, the, the goals was I'm, I'm not going to make a lot of money with the book but that's I, I yeah. assume that I have no problem with it I, I don't even expect to sell a copy that, that's totally fine uh, yeah. but I was thinking it could help with like uh, the networking side of things so yep. I was thinking about giving out free copies to tar- prospects stuff like that yep. um, to help to get in some podcast or maybe some public speaking in the future yep. um, and then to repurpose it into content Right to to create blogs and yep. tweets and LinkedIn posts from that. Um, so so those were like my objectives. I, I don't have anything super defined in terms of that. But now it's like okay, let me write it. And I was like, oh shit, I have <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded so great till I actually had to start writing. Yeah, I was, <laughs> in the Google Doc that I was preparing it, it was like, oh, this is looking perfect. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be done in three months. And then I was like, yeah, all right. I started to read the aisle and I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me hit up Matt for, for a second. Um, yeah. So I have a few questions. Uh, I'll get to it really quickly. First of all, I just want to tell you like the, oh, the strategy you're, you're thinking of is perfect. Like you have the exact right idea. So go ahead. But I just right. want to, you're on the right track. So <laughs> I feel like if I try to sell things, like if the money's yeah. not going to come from like, Exactly. Especially if you're targeting CEOs, it's like, it's a relatively small market, but right. it's a market with a ton of money. So it's the perfect thing to use as like a tool to get introductions, to get on podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, I figured from the other conversation we had, I was like, this is not going to make money by itself. Yeah. There has to, like, we have to do it on the back end. Exactly. Um, so part of it that I was, um, one of the ways that I was thinking about structuring it was creating an outline, dividing into chapters and then turning those chapters into either blog post or like separating them individually. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, writing chapter one as if it was like a yeah. 5,000 word blog post and then chapter two like that and then put it cohesive at the end and, and publish the blogs on the meantime and then putting them together as a book later on. Um, but I don't know if it's going to look tacky or if it's not going to be cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, it's a tough question. I think for a book like this, I would, um, I think you could make more of it public than another book that you're trying to sell more copies of. Honestly, I think you could probably publicize almost all of it and maybe even all of it. Um, as long as you're just really like upfront about what you're doing, like I'm just trying to put together, you know, the best resource possible for CEOs to build their personal brand. I mean, you can tell people like, I'm not trying to sell a million copies of this. Like I'm just really trying to target CEOs and give them a, the ultimate guide to this. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think like I would treat the, the blog post as like the, the first version of the chapter. And mm. then you'll probably want to go back and touch it up, see how people responded to it and kind of make it a little bit better. That would probably be the, the strategy I would, would use. Oh, I love that. That's a good idea. 
uh, one other thing that I was thinking was, so um, I, I know a lot about this and we've been doing this for myself and for, my, for our clients for in combined four or five years, but I don't feel like I'm the expert in the field, yeah. you know? Um, so part of it is a bit of imposter syndrome, but also yeah. part of it is like being realistic of, I, it's going to be hard to put a good, good book together if it's just me. So yeah. I was thinking about starting a podcast interviewing content marketing experts, personal branding experts, and using some of the content that we talk on the interviews and using their thoughts, putting them in the book, crediting them, and also helping that with the distribution of saying, hey, you were quoted in the yep. book, um, and then getting some of their content as well to help me out because it's going to be tough otherwise to do it all by myself. And what do you think about that trash? Uh, no, no, no. I, I think that's a perfect idea. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, you'll just want the, the only negative to that is just that it's more work. Like there's yeah. really no other negative. And obviously like ask for people's permission, but I can guarantee you 99%, probably even 100% of people are going to be happy to let you include their stuff. Right. Because I saw this blog called Underdog NYC. And it's mm -hmm. this guy who interviews like CEOs and then wrote a book from those interviews and he was putting the interviews yeah. um, online and I was thinking I could do it on, on a podcast base, which is easier to like yeah. writing all that stuff out. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a great idea. Like, you know, you have your whatever 20 minute, 45 minute interview yeah. and it's probably, you know, 500 words of it's going to make the book. You just take the best of it. Yeah. Even if like they help me out with like 500 words each and, and then it's like 20 people, that's, you know, like 15,000 words that I don't have to write. Uh, exactly and just all the stuff that you don't feel confident in right in advising on it's like okay i don't know about x i'm gonna find an expert on it boom you just write 500 words and they don't have to write it like people are happy to get on a podcast and you're doing the work of extracting the best parts of it love that and then i can also use that to create content as well uh, yeah yeah and associating myself with with them right because mm -hmm. at the end of the day a ceo is gonna be like what the fuck is this kid thinking that he's the hero? yeah right so if i have some 60 year old who thinks he knows more just because yeah, he has yeah. white hair. That, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> you can dye your hair and uh, maybe that'll work. That's your other, if you decide you don't want to do the podcast, just dye your hair and then you can do it all yourself. Dye my hair, keep growing my beard a little bit and, <laughs> and give myself an old white name. That, that's, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. Jim. Jim. Uh, <laughs> Actually, he was a, a serial killer. Don't do Jim Jones. But maybe not that one. Maybe not that one. <laughs> Uh, so I started with the outline and I yeah. realized that was harder than I thought, right? Because yeah. I started brainstorming topics. And so like, how do you structure an outline at the beginning? Like, how, what are your, what's your strategy of like, okay, let's put an outline together. Is that the first step in the writing process? Um, I would say it's the second step. The first step is, I mean, you have a pretty good idea of this, but the first step would be getting even more specific on your goals. Like, okay, you're targeting all CEOs, you're targeting tech CEOs, like what, who exactly are you targeting? What are their problems? What are they looking for? Like my guess is a CEO is going to want something like super, super actionable. Like they're not going to want to read a 300 page book. They're probably going to want like very, very brief stuff. Um, it's getting really clear on your goals, who it's for. Um, and then usually it would just be kind of like a, what I call like a word vomit. So like get out a dot Google doc or whatever, and just write like everything you could possibly maybe include in the book. Like, even if you think it's not that good, right. then you want to go back and be like, okay, that I don't really need that. I don't really need that. I don't really need, but there's no order at this point. It's just mm -hmm. like, get everything out. Um, and then the next step would be like, okay, is there 
I usually tell people to just think of it as like a beginning, a middle and an end, right? So usually the beginning is like the problem and the hook. So getting people interested and attaching to some sort of problem they have. Uh, the middle is kind of just expanding on that, starting to give the strategies. And the end is just like the takeaways, how you've solved their problems and what they do next. Gotcha. That makes sense. It sounds super, it might sound like oversimplified, but if you read like any good book, you can always break it down to like a beginning, a right. middle and an end. And it makes it so much simpler in your mind. If you can describe that in like one sentence each, then it's like, okay, I know this idea fits in the beginning. This idea fits in the middle. This mm. idea fits in the end. I love that. Do you have it like a set number of pages or words that you go for? Or is that something that you find later on? Find later on. Yeah, I wouldn't even worry about it. Like, it's possible the book could be as short as, you know, 80, 100 pages. I mean, usually we're talking like 150 or so. But like, if you're just padding it with fluff, then like, make it shorter. Yeah, I was thinking about going like, somewhere around that 80, 100 words. I mean, no, no words. Pages. Definitely no yeah. Words. yeah, yeah, that like, and if you do that, what I would do is think of like, in terms of like branding and uh, selecting the title and the cover, like use that as a strength. Like don't make it seem like, you know, right. I'm lazy. I wrote a short book, but it's like, no, no, no. I'm writing for CEOs. CEOs want me to get to the point and that can be like included in the branding, the title, all that stuff. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm There's actually a big like desire for that now. Like people are finally starting to like wake up and realize like, huh, I don't need to read a 500 page book. Dude. It could be better to read an 80 page book. So you got to like own it. As a reader, that pisses me off so bad. Like, especially yeah. in like self-help books, it's mm. the same advice. And then you're going to give yeah. me 4,500 213 examples yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, I got it at number three. Like, yeah, like a 25-year-old man example, then a 26-year-old man, yes. a 29-year-old man, a 28-year-old woman. I, I get it. I was like, <laughs> it clicked on example three. The, yeah, yeah. The, the 220. More than one, yeah. sure, but yeah, you don't need 15. Gotcha. <laughs> what about in terms of like writing it? Do, do you think like Google Doc works or do, do you use any other like book writing um, personally, I have used, I'm not like the most organized person, but the way yeah, I've done it that, is, that's what I'm uh, worried about because I'm super unorganized. So the, the like minimalist way of organizing it that I would say is using either Trello or just like note cards, something that you can move ideas around really easily. Um, mm. when you haven't decided on the outline yet, um, and then once you have the outline, yeah, I just have used Google docs or Microsoft word. A lot of people, um, talk about Scrivener, if you've heard of it. That's like, a, what, heard, what I saw when I was doing research. I've heard really good things about it. I've never used it just because, I don't know, I'm lazy and- It seems like overcomplicated. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I've heard good things, but to me it was just like, yeah, it seemed a little complicated. Gotcha. Uh, one of the things I was wondering, do you use, uh, like I think a, a factor that, ch that changes a good book or, or a good book on my on my topic versus a blog post that is 80,000, 80 pages. It's like, I think the difference factor without being too fluffy is also like my personal story. Right? Yeah. Like how I came here, um, how I came to find this topic, why I was so obsessed with it and why I've been working 14 hours a day for four years in this. Um, do you think that's fair to include at the beginning? Uh, yeah. And yes. include the personal story behind it? I think almost everyone should include their personal story. Like a I'm not worried about this with you. The only times I'm like worried is if someone like 
doesn't have any doubts about that and just thinks they're like the most amazing person in the world and then i have to be like uh, yeah maybe like calm down a little bit out, but the out. fact that it's, this is like super genuine for you absolutely i would include it i think it's really okay. important because i remember when i was a kid i don't remember what book i was reading but I, I remember a guy said um the first 25 pages are my story and how yeah. i came to find this if you don't want to read my story you want to get to the practical advice go to page 26 right now yeah but yeah. if you want to read the backstory and learn why it's me who's writing this book and uh, this is like the first section like the, yeah i, I, I totally agree. Some, doing something like that i think that's a, a great way to do it i would just also be clear about like not just this is why i'm doing it but this is why i have a, a unique perspective right. on this yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like there is it's not just like you want to get to know me but it's also like I didn't have your typical path of whatever, like, you know, growing up in New York with the rich white dad, right. like, right. Like, <laughs> I have a different perspective on this and that's valuable because of X, Y, Z. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's actually perfect. Um, a couple more questions. I don't want to take too much time. Yeah. One, I'll, I'll give you one, one other thing related to that though. So Please. my, so my first book was on sports gambling and I did the same thing. So I wrote it when I was, I think 22, right? So I was like, it was very obvious I was not the world's greatest expert in sports betting. I wasn't rich or anything. However, my story was that basically I got really lucky. I made a bunch of money sports betting and then I lost all of it. So I told <laughs> that story and I was basically saying like, I'm an expert in teaching you how to not lose tons of money because I did it. When people are expecting you to say, I'm an expert in getting you rich. And then by being super upfront about like, you know, I can get you to level like three out of five, not five out of five or 10 right. out of 10. People so, like really so connected with that. It's like being really upfront about what's real, right? Like kind of exactly. like, I, I don't know if you've seen, but like 8 Mile, like the, the movie with yeah, Eminem. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah, I think that's gonna, because I don't want to sound like the guy who wrote a book in his early 20s thinking that he knew everything. Exactly. Uh, and that's why the, I mean, the interviews will help a lot. You can just be like, this is what I know about. This is what I'm an expert and I don't know about these things. So I interviewed people who were. I love that. That's such a great positioning. Awesome. Uh, do you research other books in the industry that are similar? Um, yeah, I, I think that's really important. Okay, what, what do you look, look at? Um, I would look minimum at the the three closest books, probably five, maybe even more if you think it's worth it. Um, I would think of how they're positioning themselves, like what makes them different, um, and read the reviews and see what people loved hated thought was missing it's very common to read like the top three books on something and see all the reviews saying like i wish they included this i wish they included mm -hmm. this and I love like, that. okay so, i'll include that <laughs> reviews uh, do you look at like covers and stuff like that in terms of like what's yeah. working what's traditional yeah but i wouldn't um worry too, much. Like, too much don't think of yeah of copying them it's more just like say one of them did really well it may have done really well because they did something different and it's like okay let's just say one book doing really well was like super serious and it's doing really well because it's super serious but you right. want it to be more like funny and lighthearted. like that's not a bad sign it's just you would be doing the opposite you know right gotcha so, so be critical of what you're researching and, and what you're looking at um, exactly versus trying to copy what the top three are doing in common yeah, it, the research is more to see how you can stand out and be different than do the same. And obviously, like if everyone's saying, you know, I love having examples, like, okay, include examples. And then you but, give examples. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think I have one more. Yeah. Um, how do you structure 
two more questions actually. How do you structure the writing and editing cycle? So like, do you write all it, all of it and then you edit? Do you write and edit chapters? How, how did you uh, manage that? In a, in a perfect world, I do all of the writing with zero editing. It rarely happens that cleanly, but I think that's the best way to do it. Um, I usually wind up doing a little editing as I'm going, but I try as much as possible. Like, I don't know if you've heard the, the old quote, I don't know if who actually said it, but it's, it's write drunk, edit sober. And the <laughs> idea is like, you don't actually have to be drunk, but like be right metaphorically drunk, right? Like as if you're just talking to your friend at the bar, you had five beers and you just can't stop talking. Right. And then you go back, okay, I'm, I'm sober now. I wish I didn't say that. I wish right. I didn't say that. I should have said that a little smarter, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's going to be tough, right? Like there's a lot that goes into it. It is just don't like as much as possible. Like there's another uh, important concept called the, uh, the shitty first draft. And the idea is like, just get the first draft done. Right. It's not going to be as good as you're hoping for it. But once you get it done, it will be so much easier to just trim it down, make it a little more interesting, entertaining, et cetera. But it's, it's really hard to do that until you've created that shitty first draft. Gotcha. So that's goal number one. Right. Uh, and final question. Is there anything I should know in terms of like, that's going to help me on the post book production process of covers or structuring the book? Uh, so the format, anything like that, that you're like this, if I hadn't known before I started writing, it would have saved me a lot of time when I was formatting the book or when I was uh, like trying to put it together into a physical copy. Yeah, um, not too much. The, the main thing would be you can use um, this software called Readsy. It's R-E-E-D-S-Y. They have a book editor. And basically, as long as you're not including something super complicated or want some like really fancy design, you can just use their free software and it works absolutely perfectly. So I wouldn't even worry about formatting. I guess like really minor tip, um, you could write in there if you wanted to. It's web-based, so you can do it offline. But um, the only annoying thing is you have to like copy and paste each chapter separately, but it's not a huge deal. I see. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I had. What about like uh, any advice on like after the book? Maybe we can talk after the book's done, but like any advice on like covers or publishing or stuff like that? Um. I would just think of what budget you have for a cover. That's really the, the only like significant investment I would think about. Um, you could, I've, I've made covers for free using templates. It can be done. It's not, if you don't have a budget, like it totally can be done. I just recommend being like super simple. Um, right. Like don't try to do anything fancy. <laughs> if you can invest, I would say budget somewhere from like Fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars for a pretty good cover designer, and I would look on that that same site, Readsy. They have a marketplace. Um, gotcha. Yeah, those would be the main things. Awesome, um, man. I, I really, really appreciate it. I, I, you, you've helped me so much time uh, through this. Do you actually mind if, like, we put this together and it's the first interview for the podcast um, for like the inbound CEO podcast that we can use? Because, for example, there should be a chapter about like writing books for your personal yeah. brand. So, I mean, I'd love that. I'd love to. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you can be in it, like I'd rather be, you'll be in it than anybody else. Yeah. I appreciate that. You 100% awesome, have my permission to use as much as you want. You <laughs> send me the, uh, the recording too. Cause I, 
this was good. Like your questions were really good. I have to turn this into my own content too. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it for you. I'll have my team create okay. content for you. Awesome. Um, I really appreciate that. I hope I recorded this right because usually I have to put it in gallery view. It says on, on my screen, it says recording. So I think you're good. Yeah. I just know that there's a way to make it look a bit better on the podcast. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, 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 get my, I'll get the video editing guys who actually I'll know what they're out. talking about. Do it. You can always put like a drawing over my face or something. <laughs> <laughs> Straw stick figure. People want to see that more than me anyway. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, dude, I, I, I appreciate it. Like I said. Yeah, yeah. Keep me posted on how it goes. If any like smaller questions come up, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit scared. Uh, I'm a bit scared. And and if you want to like use me as like a case study or something, like feel free to like uh, or a testimonial or, or if you want me to record like a one minute testimonial on how you helped me set up for the book, like anything that you yeah, need. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be awesome if you did uh, that. Let me write it down real quick so I remember. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm actually like working on kind of building out my like testing some advertising and stuff. So I will be needing like more testimonials and things. Yeah, so yeah. Be Anything you need, man, just send me a message and awesome. And I'll help any way I can. Yeah. And uh, if you even, if you have like, there's probably like little moments where you're just going to like have some like doubt in your mind. Like I can't do mean, this. Like right probably now? something really, yeah. But they're like, as you're <laughs> doing it, like something's going to come up and you're like, no, I thought I could do that. Just like, just fucking type it on LinkedIn. Be like, I don't know how to do this. It's probably not as big of a deal as you think. I can probably give you like, a two second response to be like, oh, okay, it's not <laughs> seriously. Like, feel free to reach out. I think part of it is like, you know, like, you know what they say about the eating the elephant one bite at a time? Yeah. Like, right now, the elephant looks huge. Yeah. yeah. What about timeline? Do, do you have any like timelines of like, try to do it in like six months or, or, um, it depends. I would just start tracking like how much you're, you're writing in each session and just, so if it's, if it's only an 80 page book, it's probably going to be like, I don't know, maybe 20,000 words. Um, oh, that's not which isn't that much, which isn't that much. And you'll see like, okay, I, I might go writing further words. Yeah. So I don't know, have in mind, like whatever, 40,000, even that's probably too much, but just like, okay, if I'm writing a thousand words every day, all right, that's 40 writing sessions. Just like keep that in mind. Um, right. And just, I tell people if you can carve out time every day, like it's usually better to carve out. 20 to 30 minutes a day versus like three hours on Saturday and three hours on Sunday. But it depends. Yeah. You might work better like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking because do, do work days are like super busy for me, but the weekends are a bit, uh, I can spend some time in this. Uh, and the good thing, like I have my team who I'll just write a piece and then they can go and take LinkedIn content, yeah. Twitter content. So, so that's going to help me out as well.